So I just came from a very nice romantic weekend with my wife uh, from a very cool hotel um, and it was great but actually we went there to do planning to plan a year so uh, it's been second time uh, that we've done that and uh, last year we did the first planning session and this year another one and we uh, we had somebody to take care of our, our of our kids and just we went two of us spent the whole weekend planning and preparing a year and this is something i want to discuss with you today on the podcast so I can already imagine your uh, friends and neighbors' reaction. Oh yeah, going for the weekend with your wife to plan the year for sure. I'm sure it's that's the reason, and not just the fact that you want to get away from your kids. I'm sure. Exactly, uh, and especially you know I have three kids, so <laughs> there's a lot to get away from. Um, but yeah, uh, whoever heard about it was like yeah yeah yeah. Um, but yeah we went there to plan a year and uh, specifically um, because last year I convinced my wife to do it um, and the good thing I mean again marketing uh, I booked a very nice hotel last year so my wife was more inclined to go with me there um, just you know and of course to plan but then again what I did I took with me the Michael Hyatt's best year ever course it's called five years to your best year ever and I actually printed out the the worksheets even and and I, and I and i thought there's no way she's gonna go you know with me through the course i mean she she would not want that but she did and we did and she liked it so um uh, so we went through the course uh, and we planned the year and we had a very good year uh last year as a family and that's why we decided to repeat this year um, not if only for the sake of being alone in a nice hotel without the kids but also to plan a year in advance. And it went very well. All right. So what is the the Michael Hyatt thing about? I mean, I'm, I, I know that, um, you know, he's your, your, your mentor. I'm not super familiar with, with his work, but like, it's it just like, j- just from the name and, and the fact that you mentioned printed worksheets, that doesn't seem appealing to me at all. That, that seems like, like some, you know, like, coaches and crap like that yeah so um so i'm sure your bs detector will be like like how about how there today uh when you listen to this um but actually michael hyatt um uh, i mean apart from having this course he he believes in many things that we discussed on this uh, podcast so um like the way we plan you know we like we are the guys who recorded last year four episodes about planning the year so uh, i think it was five <laughs> or even five exactly so you know we have things in common with michael hyatt um, so um, I want to go. Um, I, I want to like, like in the very beginning of this uh, episode. I want to go through these uh, five days to your best forever. So through the course a little bit to explain mm-hmm. what it's all about, and then later really again sell the idea why you should do it with your significant other. Um, and again, being in a nice hotel and a nice place is a nice perk, but actually doing the planning together makes perfect sense. Um, so. Uh, let's start with uh, with five years to, to your best year ever. So the course uh, is divided into five days. And of course, you don't have to do it in five days. I mean, actually, you have a weekend. So not really, you have to rush um, to go through it. But in day one, it's about believing the possibility. Uh, so it also sounds very like enigmatic. You know, you have to believe you can do it, right? Um, oh, but man. yeah, yeah. But 
uh, let me, I'm going to read three statements in the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Your limiting beliefs are the only thing holding you back. Two, you have more power than you think. The only thing missing is clarity. Three, you have more resources than you can ever possibly imagine. That's difficult for me to digest with a straight face. I know. <laughs> so, uh, the 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 thing he wants to focus right now is on limiting beliefs. And the limiting beliefs is something that we hear from many people. Like, it's not something we do that much, but we do as well. So, mm-hmm. like, for example, I'm too old for this, you know? Or I'm just, you know, I have three kids. Like, there is no way I can do this. Like, you know, right. these limiting beliefs are something, are, are, are things that we say to ourselves. And it's it's good to reflect in the very beginning before you start all this if you don't have something like this as well and and especially when i was doing it uh, last year with my wife suddenly she told me something that i was like no way i mean you know you really think that like, like i didn't expect her to think like this about herself i mean like no no baby like you're completely wrong like this is not what people perceive of you but she mm-hmm. thought she was perceived like this again she was something she was telling to herself right um so so this is something to really good to come to terms, you know, in the in the very beginning. Because again, you know, I'm turning 40 this year. I'm too old for this stuff. But then I see my friend Nick, uh, who I do triathlon with, the triathlons with. He's 63 and he's kicking my ass. And I'm like, really? I'm too old. Like, look at Nick. <laughs> right? So very cool that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. So that's the first thing. And and here, um, um, you know, here, like we went through all the all the worksheets about, you know, you have uh, to, uh, but but the idea was to really figure out these limiting beliefs, and I had like a, quite a few. I, I think I found five limiting beliefs in yourself. And it was good in myself, yes, huh. in myself. So I discussed them with my wife, and she had she found I think at least five as well. So we were really discussing them, and again, thanks to being together, we could openly say, you know. I feel like this. And she was like, no, no, no. So we could really, you know, face uh, face it together. So it was a good start already. Again, doing it with somebody helps. Who would have known? Wait, I, I, I just, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't think of you as like, you just seem like the kind of person that, that wouldn't, uh, wouldn't tend to believe kind of negative things about, about yourself. Uh, do you, do you feel comfortable sharing at least one of those things? The thing about limiting beliefs is that some statements are actually sound trivial, right? But when you dive deeper, they're just—they're not that trivial. They're trivial. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to give you a, a simple one so that you know, mm-hmm. not sure. to, to not to, not to overshare. But so that, that's why you know, even a person like me, like optimistic, you know, I can do anything, uh, finds moments of doubt. Mm-hmm. And okay, this one was very simple. Um, talking about my friend Nick here again, uh, a guy's twenty-three year, uh, my senior, and he's beating my ass. Um, I can't train as much as Nick, so I won't be able to beat him. That was right. my so uh, just just I, like I realized I gave up. I mean, I mean, I gave up on the idea of of, of ever being on his level <laughs> because. He doesn't have the kids anymore at school, so he can train more and he, like, you know. And then the truth is that I can still train quite a lot. And if I do deliberate, deliberate practice that we discussed on this show, mm-hmm. I can get better in all this stuff. 
And this is so true. I mean, two years ago, when you compared my swimming, and now, because I do deliberate practice, I record my sessions, I check them, you know, I do all this stuff, I'm swimming a lot faster. Not as fast as him, but closer, much closer, right? So again, I, I just, um, this simple idea of, of saying that, you know, I cannot do what he can, that's why he'll always beat me. You know, the second part, especially, is like, it's very negative. Right. And, and, and th- this way, uh, uh, I could figure out like, no, no, I'm, I can give him a run for his money. <laughs> so, um, without, you know, sacrificing everything right now to train, like, you know, um, so, um, but there are deeper ones that I want to, don't want to, don't feel comfortable sharing, but, of course. um, but what I'm saying is that sometimes from some, something very trivial comes like a deeper problem that you're holding within yourself and you don't realize it. So that's why this kind of uh, exercise helps you get there to, to figure out that there are some things, even in yourself, you wouldn't believe that are holding you back a little bit. All right. All right. Uh, so, um, and, and, and then um, uh, after that, um, uh, the second part is uh, the second day of the course is uh, to complete the past. So something we also advertised on this podcast that <laughs> a new year doesn't have to be a direct consequence of the old year. Like we can really like close the loop, like, you know, cl- close the past. And um, here, uh, what uh, the course says, state what you wanted to happen, acknowledge what actually happened, learn from the experience, and adjust your behavior accordingly. Mm-hmm. Sounds simple. And it is. And the cool part about this, this, this exercise is that at some point there, uh, he's, he's uh, asking, so if the, if the past year were a movie of your life, what would the genre, the genre be? <laughs> and this kind of thing, and then you're still thinking, hmm, actually, um, so, uh, and, and then what would be the movie title? Right, and then what was your biggest achievement? And of course, it sounds a little bit, you know, again, soft. But what, what the, the good thing that it gives you again is to appreciate your last year, because very often, you know, what we remember are the bad things, are things we haven't accomplished, have things we haven't finished. But then right. when we re- look at the last year, and then we, we, we go through the photos and we go, go through the videos, and we're like. Huh, we, we did this, we went there, like, we, like, you know, we accomplished that, we, you know, we bought the house, we bought, the, you know, a car or whatever, like, you know, so many significant moments. So it's, it's a good thing to reflect on last year, close the last year, but also reflect and really be, you know, uh, appreciate what happened. I agree. Yeah. And of course, the, 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 the exercise goes, goes on because it's always also a question of, you know, what's missing, what you think, you know, what, what, what could happen and blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, but anyway, um, let's go through. <laughs> That's a lot of paper. Oh, yes. Day three, design your future. Uh, so this is about, you know, the goals. And now we're going to go through this fantastic goal acronym, you know, the, the SMART and SMARTER and all the stuff. You love it. Ah, yeah. um, but... Uh, what I like here is not as much the acronym, but more of uh, you design the goals uh, based, and, and he's he started uh, he, he's starting it with that, with that already from the from day one is in different areas, so the mm-hmm. spiritual area, uh, intellectual area, family area, financial area. So because there are so many areas that he lists, yeah, uh, 
it's easier to come up with goals and to come up with you know things you want to do or improve and <laughs> the best the best part was this year when we were reviewing our last year's goal goals what we did last year we really went through the course so we had the, michael has videos we were watching the videos we were going through the you know through the, the whole nine yards the the whole work worksheet this year we didn't do that because we're more or less remembered we were just going through the work last year's worksheet and putting the new goals already so we were trying to see you know to, to to reflect on last year see what we have achieved and also put you know new years new new goals right so i remember there was one area where where we had a very nice common goal with evelina with my wife and we completely blew it <laughs> and i said baby just look at that we completely blew this and she was like yeah but the goal is good and i was like yeah <laughs> the goal is perfect but uh, maybe we should change an approach because we have completely, like we, we didn't do it, like completely. We completely, like this part, we completely neglected, neglected. And she was like, yeah, you're right. And then we, and again, this is good to do it together. We started coming up with ideas. Okay, what can we do actually to, 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 to keep the goal, but you know, the approach to the goal, make it better, to really, like what we can do to really uh, achieve the goal, what kind of habits or what kind of, you know, new routines or, you know, new approaches should we, you know, decide on. And and it was a good conversation. We figured out a new way we're going to try and we'll see if this works and gets uh, gets us to this goal. Um, so <laughs> I just appreciated so much her enthusiasm. Like, but the goal is good. Yeah, it is. But we completely blew it. So mm -hmm. so the areas of the goals that, that he uh, proposes is our physical, mm -hmm. intellectual, social, financial, spiritual, martial, so the marriage, not martial arts, <laughs> um, parental, vocational, avocational, so hobbies, mm -hmm. and emotional. And for example, one of the things that we discovered, the social part um, that we have to improve, that if we don't design our weekends to meet somebody, to hang out with somebody, we will not work on these friendships. Or we will not, you know, connect because like, we realize that especially with kids the time flies so fast you just forget to meet with people and then as we discussed i think uh, some time ago that if you don't design a weekend it just just happens and it's yep. gone yep. so uh, so it was uh, it was a good idea to um uh, uh, to 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 see that in the social part like there are things that we can improve uh, that we can do to make sure that we really meet with the people that we really care about because mm -hmm. otherwise we just neglect them which is not good so that's the day three, um, and uh, of course, uh, Michael Hyatt uh, understands the two types of goals. There is the goal that you want to achieve, like something that you want to get to, and there is the habit goal, so, so a new habit that you want to build, right? Mm -hmm. so, it, so we talk about that here. And this day three is the most important thing because this is, uh, uh, this is really where you just, uh, where, as he says, rubber meets the road. You, uh, you put each goal in writing. And again, having this exercise with my wife was really cool to see because some goals that she had for herself, I didn't know about them. Like I had an idea, but we never explicitly talked about them. And then I realized, okay, she cares about this. I didn't get it. Right. And um, uh, one of the goals that for this year that we, uh, uh, that we did, uh, that she made for herself. She, uh, my wife, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell this, uh, uh, she made herself a goal that she wants to learn French as much to be able to read some of the things at work in yes. French. So 
I did my goal too. I want to learn French as well. And my main motivation is I'm just ambitious. I don't want to, I don't want to hurt to speak French and me, not me. <laughs> uh, so typical. No, but uh, right? that, that makes sense because, it, uh, you know, you've got friendly competition and uh, yeah, it's easier yes. to keep going when uh, you motivate each other. Exactly. So she, I was trying, but the best part was like, I was trying to come up with some reasonable, like, you know, explanation why I need to learn French. <laughs> and, and she called bullshit on all of them. And she said, Michael, you want to do it because I'm doing it. I'm like, yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. She's right. I, I kind of like the, the way uh, Michael Hyatt uh, points out the areas. Uh, like it's it's kind of similar to the way I've been doing this on my annual reviews, uh, but I I call them differently. Like like he he insists on on making everything in a you know adjective area. Uh, I don't and and for me some of those things are more granular. So for example, you know health would be one area, what he calls um, physical area. Yeah. But another area would be reading, would because that's kind of like a thing for me. Um, but I, I like it because if you're not in the habit of, of doing these weekly, quarterly annual reviews, like, like we are, it's easy to, um, to miss some of the, the areas of your life and, and be like, you know, plan the activities, the, the kind of your ambitious after work, but you wouldn't plan work and you wouldn't plan like things related to your health, for example. Uh, it's interesting, for example, that, that, that he points out uh, the um, kind of social uh, goals. I, I wouldn't do that on an annual review, but but I would, when planning the week on the week review, I would make sure to like plan the week, like, hey, I want to meet with this person and, and that person, because if I don't, then I'll just forget and, and you know, the week will slip by. Exactly. So, yeah, and what you said was perfect that that by listing all these areas you make sure you're not missing things you're not neglecting something yeah because it's easy to to miss that and day five of course is make it happen so uh there's this nice quote here leap and the net will appear uh yeah when you said the rubber <laughs> meets the road oh the rest of the year is when rubber meets the road not exactly. when not when you not when you jot down your plan <laughs> That that's just a yeah. fantasy. So for us, uh, so for us, what we did, we this this year, we reviewed our goals from last year. Mm -hmm. We went ahead to plan um, uh, this year to plan goals for this year that we have, and the the last part was very um, um, sobering. Was mm. to actually go through the calendar and see what's ahead of us, and and. Then when we realized, okay, we want to achieve this and this and this, then we started putting things on the calendar. We're like, hmm, we don't have as many weekends as we thought, you know? <laughs> like, we don't have as many. Like, it, it starts to, 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 to make the, 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 the stuff gets real. And so we really went through the calendar. And this was the, the, the most, I think, demanding and taxing exercise for us uh, uh, at the end of Saturday, is to go through the calendar see you know where we're especially because we have kids and our kids go to school so we are um we have to guide our plans based on the time free of the kids because mm -hmm. we cannot just take them for a few days from school so so it's all that uh, and we uh and the cool thing was to match our 
ideas what we want to see, what we want to do, where we want to travel or things like that, but also who we want to you know, be engaged with. So for example, um, uh, we decided to, and in June, uh, we put the possible, our possible trip to WWDC, to, mm-hmm. to San Francisco. And then we, th- we thought the rest of June that if, if for example, we could meet uh, with, with uh, our brothers, like uh, first uh, my, wi- my wife's brother and, and, and her uh, fiancé and then uh, my brother and his family, uh, it would be great. So we already talked to them about it. And uh, this way, you know, we'll see if they make it happen. But, uh, you know, we got this plan and we got this idea to spend, you know, the June with our brothers. And if it works out, it's going to be great, you know, that they, if they if they come over and, and we, we uh, enjoy our company. Um, so it was good to start, you know, seeing the calendar, seeing where we can, you know, spend time with people and then see how we can uh, put things there. And uh, uh, it led to, again, we had to go through our goals to see, you know, what, how these our goals align with the calendar and what we have for each other. All right. Uh, so two things. First of all, as for the um, Michael Hyatt thing, I I don't necessarily like or agree with the the presentation of some of the things, but <laughs> the the general approach to to planning and reviewing I, I think is pretty sound and makes sense. So here's my stamp of approval. Uh, but I'm wow. I'm, s- I'm still totally confused about this because you it it's just like the way you're presenting it is kind of just the annual review. So I, I, I don't fully understand the the part about the fact that you're doing this with your wife. Is it you and her individually doing this for, for yourselves? Or is it like the two of you together making a common shared plan for the, the, the plans and goals for both of you? that you share in common. I, I don't understand the relationship between this exercise that you've done together and the annual review that uh, I know you've done, uh, well, hope, hope you've done, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yes. uh, you know, a month or, or, or two ago. Yeah. So uh, as you know, not everybody is like us that does the review. So actually, uh, I have like double interest here. First of all, for my wife to do an annual review because she hasn't done hers. I have that in mind, so I was really more prepared for this. Uh, so this way, I could be like a more of a guide for her a little bit to you know to help her with that. But most important, yes, it was just for our family to make sure that you know our uh, our goals align. And uh, like two things. First of all, uh, when you when I you know I, I was more prepared. I had all my things figured out for this year, um, but. I wanted to make sure that she gets it, that she knows what what I want. Because right. like when when we are living together and you have the kids and everything and, and and the life happens, you forget to mention stuff. Like you know, she might not know that something is really important to me. Like like the fact that you know, in June she wanted us you know to do something else, and I said you know I have to go to the, this uh, Apple thing. And she's like, ah, oh, right, of course you have to. So um, you know, wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm pretty sure you don't have to have uh you know relatively small children for for this to happen i i just i just feel like this is a common trait of many relationships that you know things slip by and and you you think you're all in sync but you're not yes you're you're completely right i mean because you know we assume too much like you know it's like it's like this situation for example you had your teeth done mm-hmm. and in the first moment when you get out of the you know the the dentist you think everybody's looking at your teeth <laughs> because this is something you know because you had them done 
No, nobody cares about your teeth, really, man. Yeah. I mean, really. So <laughs> it's it's the same, you know. Like you, uh, like you, for example, you forgot to, I don't know, shave, and you're like, oh, now everybody knows I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just no, nobody, really, no, nobody, nobody cares. cares about that. So it's the same thing. I think because this is so important to me, she knows it. Right. But right. if I didn't really tell her that, <laughs> she might not know it. You know. Yeah, the, the the level of technology is not quite there yet to to make people's you know thoughts just instantly sink. It, it, you, you, but but you're right. It, it happens all the time in uh, in all sorts of uh, relationships. You you kind of assume someone must have known this. Like I must of have course. told you about this, but no, you didn't. <laughs> You know, you get confused what you tell to people, you know? So you yeah. thought you t- told them that and then... You know, there's, there's another so, person, yeah. That's why I advocate so much to have this weekend get away with, you know, with your significant other. Because mm-hmm. this is the moment you can be, um, what you say, uh, uh, you had candor. Like you can be really frank. You can really say things uh, because there's nobody else. There's no, like you're just, just, there are just two of you in a hotel room, right? So, so you can really say everything that that's on your mind and and by planning it you know you you it 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 the things pop out so this way the other person really sees them and has all the mental capacity and focus to really process it yeah i i think i think just the the fact that you're spending the time and and the mental energy on this together at the same time is a big deal because you might be excited one day about something you've you've done planned figured out and you might mention it but but the other person is is like I don't know. Uh, just gotten back from work, thinking about something else, and it, it's just—it's it, hard to like fully process something when someone is is telling you when you're not kind of in sync, like in in this project together to like you know plan the year together, for example. And and when you and you know when when you believe this is a a, a big deal and you do this together at the same time for for two days, then you know that you're both in the right mindset to kind of think about this and. And process it the the right way, and and kind of think about improving and not judging and whatever, whatever. Exactly. I want to go through the whole weekend how how it, we structured it, so that you know, if if somebody wants to copy it, feel free. So uh, the idea is this: um, you can like get a hotel room, and if you can have a fancy one, a nice one, or something you that you wanted to go, uh, you know, do it. What what happened was that in the on Friday. Um, we finished our work. We went, you know, the nanny came uh, to take care of our kids. We went off uh, to the hotel. The hotel is not, uh, this one, for example, wasn't far away from, from, from home, but it, it doesn't matter. Like the idea is that you're away from home. Like, like, you know, it can be literally like, you know, next, you know, <laughs> next block. <laughs> the idea is that you're not in your, uh, in the same environment. Yeah. And you're just the, all alone. It's, it's, it's an offsite. It's an offsite, exactly. You know, <laughs> going to a different bedroom doesn't count. Um, so um, we went there and we started nice. So we went, uh, we checked in, and then we went uh, for uh, like we we you know made ourselves uh, comfortable uh, in the hotel room, and we went for a nice dinner. So to to kind of you know celebrate being together, like we had a nice dinner, and uh, and that's it. So and and so we didn't do anything on Friday. The Friday was just to get in the mood. So like you know, not rush anything. Just you know, just get there, have a nice dinner, have a nice evening together, um, and then uh, uh, Saturday started. On, on Saturday, uh, the, the the cool thing again, the cool thing is that to have the, the meals figured out, 
Um, uh, so, for example, we have the breakfast at the hotel and we had the lunch at the hotel. And in the end, we also had the dinner at the hotel because we didn't want to go anywhere. Uh, but we spent like an hour, I think, figuring out the dinner arrangements. So it was a wasted yeah. hour trying to, you know, not a good idea. It's best, best to have the, the, these things figured out. This way you don't waste time on, on, on you know, planning. That's something I figured out um, on my travels, my nomadic lifestyle, that you have to, like, you just normally don't think about it because you're at your home and you have a certain routine and maybe you, like, share dinner responsibilities with someone. And when you're away traveling, like, you have to have a plan for eating because the, the time flies by. You don't think about the yes. fact that, well, you need to make or get dinner and you're like, shit, I'm, I'm hungry and I can't work because I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> and then you have to think, exactly. like, it, it's the worst. Like, you have to think about this in advance. Exactly. So, um, so this is, so after breakfast, we went, we just went ahead, started planning. So we had the whole, you know, the whole session uh, until lunch. And we could we could feel that we really like went deep because at uh, bef just before lunch we were, we just felt so tired and so and so hungry, like <laughs> it was amazing. Um, then uh, after lunch we we continued um, and uh, we ba basically finished everything by dinner time, and then we had a very uh -huh. nice dinner. So so the so the Saturday was the was the work day it was really the the day to really get this all figured out, um, and it was really nice at the end of the day really to have the calendar already so you could see really the the the, the kind of you know the the results of of the whole day you know on a, on a, on, a, on, a, on some kind of a map like right? mm. the calendar was like a map so suddenly we were we, we could have the clarity and i think this the, the keyword clarity here is is important like yeah. even if if not everything um uh, goes according to our plans the whole exercise of planning it together and having this clarity of what we want i think is the main takeaway from this weekend. Now comes Sunday. Sunday again, the breakfast and stuff. And uh, ah, so uh, one thing on Saturday after lunch, we went for a walk to just again uh, like get out of the system, get out of the, the 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 room, and and just have a little bit. Like it was a short walk, like one hour or something. But it was it was good. Mm -hmm. It it you know a bit of exercise, blood flooding, uh, you know, flowing, you know, uh, fresh air. It helped, uh, you know, before you can come in and just start, you know, working again. On uh, so on Sunday, uh, we decided to uh, reward ourselves for the whole weekend, and we ordered something I'm not really fan, but my wife is, so I went with it, like a spa session. <laughs> you know, there was a spa thing and a spa session, and uh, for couples actually. Um, so I thought, you know, okay, uh, and and then we went with this. So it was like a, like a nice reward, and again, something we have we've been discussing on the show. It's good to have kind of rewards for, for things, like for some achievements. You like to have to stop and just reward yourself and, you know, have celebrate. So for us, this spa session and then in the end, we were just like on the spa, um, uh, just relaxing. It was, it was a nice, again, nice thing that, you know, before we come back to our kids and to the, to the real life, we have this moment just to completely relax. We have it figured out. We have the plans. Now we are relaxing and then we're going back to the kids. Sorry about being being picky about language, but just reading Punished by Rewards broke me. It's You didn't reward yourself. It was a treat, which is a different from a reward. Okay. Because you didn't plan to get to the spa. You planned the year to do this together to have a better year. Okay, you're right. So it was a very good treat. All right, uh, that sounds like a very good idea. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
the the fact you're doing this the second year in a row kind of suggests that it it makes sense for the two of you uh that it wasn't just like a one-time experiment but you you saw the the benefits of doing that once yeah i i really did and we we really did and as we mentioned you know we know that we are more in sync as as a couple and again something i'm going back to the kids people when when the, the moment a couple gets kids it becomes a family very often the kids come first and the couple should always be first because you are the base of the whole thing so having this time away from the kids you're not being a bad bad parent you're a good parent you're you know you're making sure that your stuff works you know before and and then then this way you know the kids work so so that's why i want to i wanted to have this show about it because i want to advertise this i want to you know tell everyone like if you're in a committed relationship make sure you have this time for yourself to really talk you know and just be together and just just for this purpose you know to really talk and explain what you care about explain what your goals are explain what your hopes and dreams are because people might not know even though you live together yeah the the point about um uh, putting yourselves first um before the uh, the kids is really interesting to me obviously I, i i don't have that experience myself but it makes a lot of sense like it's no fun having parents that are constantly at each other's throats uh so <laughs> exactly yeah like it, it is important that when you care about your your kids to put them a close second maybe <laughs> yeah um it's like you know they always tell you on the airplanes first put your own <laughs> yeah. mask and then put put the mask on the kid <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well okay uh so i i don't have um a very direct feedback uh, to to this because i i haven't went through that myself but something i i, I would recommend something I, i noticed is that um we we talk a lot about uh technology tools uh both kind of tools as in you know technology apps whatever and, and also the the way we we think we we plan things we review and and somehow um i i see that that people apply this this kind of thinking to themselves and to their work but not necessarily to um, other relationships in in their life. Uh, so, for example, like it, it's funny to me when somebody is you know using high tech kind of project management systems at work, but then um, with with their uh, their wife or you know their significant other or whatever, um, they 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 have nothing when they want to figure something out and like uh, have some shared events or whatever they just try to remember them or they call each other on the phone constantly to figure something out like no uh you should have like a nosby project or whatever tool you you prefer for like tasks like like shared things you want to do or or discuss in in your own time uh with your significant other have one with your parents you know have one whatever with with any kind of significant uh, relationship where you have a non-trivial amount of kind of shared things. You should also have a a, a shared calendar. Uh, you know, have one for yourself oh, yes. and have one that you share um, with people closest uh, to your life, or have multiple ones. Like I have one that I share with you know my closest friends and and family and etc. With like most important events during the year, so that people know if I'm in this city or maybe I'm in a different city, right? <laughs> Exactly. Um, or like it, it's funny to me how how people um uh, still use like post-its on the fridge to like figure out w- what needs to be 
uh, bought like grocery stuff. Like, no, have an app for that. <laughs> have a shared grocery yes. uh, grocery uh, list, uh, and you know, add things to it when you take the last thing, and not before going to do the shopping because you'll you'll always for- forget. Like, and then when it's just it's kind of on your way to to pick up something from the store, you will do it instead of calling someone who's in the middle of something else asking, what should I buy? And of course, they don't know. Like, I don't remember. I don't have time for this. I'm not, I'm not, in, the, yeah. I'm not in the kitchen, right? Like, like use, use technology and, and use this, the, the stuff you learned, not just for yourself and not at work. Like, it's, why wouldn't you use that with people closest to you in your life? Exactly. I mean, especially the like, shared calendar is the basics of everything. Like the, again, I mentioned the calendar that we did on the weekend. We did it in our shared calendar. Like we know, then you know, both of us again are aligned. We see what we have ahead of us, and um, I don't have access to my wife's work calendar. I don't care about that. Uh, she doesn't have access to my work calendar because it would be just too much information. Why? But if there is something on my work calendar that influences my 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 family life, then I'm gonna put it in our shared calendar. Right. This way, she knows. Okay, there is a thing that influences, and then we know. Right, and definitely, like for me, like the most important thing is is having a shared project, like having a, a shared list of tasks. Yeah. Like, hey, we need to figure this out. Like, one of us has to get this done. Uh, like, this is oh, extremely yes. uh, helpful, and I, I I don't know how people live without this because it's just like with so much stuff in your life it's it's too much to, to juggle and remember and why if you are using something like Nosby uh, to kind of manage tasks and, and things you have to figure out why why not share it why why duplicate this this stuff instead of sharing it okay uh, so um, now that you know we are on the same page with our significant others and with our significant relationships um, uh, there are moments that we share. Oh no! <laughs> oh, it's this a strange again. segue. Uh, um, so anyway, uh, I wanted to uh, a, have a pick uh, the book by Cheap and Dana Heath, um, "The Power of Moments." Uh, you've read the yes. book. You didn't like it that no. much. I uh, I'm reading it right now. I'm f- I'm almost done with it, and. I'm surprised how much I liked it because I don't know so many so many things I took away from it. So um so yeah something uh, like, you know, uh might not be good for you but might be. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, so power of moments. Uh, there were a couple of, of good ideas there. It's just I, I feel like it's the kind of book that's a collection of barely related items. And a week after reading the book, I didn't really forget i didn't really remember much from it but there were a couple of good points and i i did take a note of that so when i want to remember i i can i can go to radix.io slash books and find my notes <laughs>